Workday afternoon replay from Money FM 89.3. Coffee with Clarissa on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome. I'm Clarissa Montero. In the water you drink, the seafood you might consume, and even the air that you breathe, there are microplastics everywhere. The Worldwide Fund for Nature and the University of Newcastle released a report detailing the vast magnitude of microplastics in our daily environment. Findings from the reports reveal that you can consume up to five grams of microplastics per person per week, an equivalent to the weight of a credit card. Money FM 89.3 welcomes Janisa Ng from the Division of Plastics Advocacy at the Worldwide Fund for Nature to talk to us about these microplastics, this groundbreaking research and how to reduce plastics in nature. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Clarissa. Happy to be here to talk about a really important subject. It is a very, very important subject. And I think it's actually a very timely one because more and more people are starting to get aware of the fact that we really need to do more to look after our environment. Exactly. And now it's no longer an issue that belongs to whales or that turtle with a straw out the nose. Mm-hmm. It's something that's impacting us because what the research has found is that human beings are consuming five grams of plastics every single week. Through. A credit card every week. Yes, the equivalent of a credit card. So never thought that you'd think of a credit card that way, but mm-hmm. we are consuming that amount of plastics. Mm-hmm. And that goes to show how you know, prevalence this problem of plastic pollution is. Okay, so for the benefit of of people who might not understand what microplastics are, can you expound? Microplastics are small particles of plastics are that are under five millimeters. And mm-hmm. where most of these come from is from when plastic is out there in nature, they're polluting nature, and it's really breaking down into really tiny pieces because plastics don't really go away. Mm-hmm. So what these really tiny pieces of plastics are going is entering human food chains mm-hmm. through the air we breathe, the water that we drink, and the food that we eat. So you're talking about so small that we can't see it. Yes, and you cannot filter it out. Shellfish are taking it in. It's in water as well. And that's really affecting not just you and me, but people all around the world. So it's every, it's everywhere down the food chain, starting with us. We're yes. kind of sort of the apex, aren't we? <laughs> yes, and, and it really is happening because plastic pollution is out there in nature. It's affecting our ecosystems, uh, the marine environment, and now it's coming back to us. And that's because we are polluting nature mm-hmm. with a lot of plastic waste. And we this, are, we know, some could say we almost deserve it. You know, 8 million tons of plastic waste every year into our oceans. It's coming back to us. That's you all know I can what say. I mean? We kind of sort of deserve this. But now that it is back to home and we are ingesting it, we need to start doing something about it. Now, what is the main source of these microplastics that we are ingesting? You know, 80% of all the plastic pollution that's out there in our oceans today actually comes from land. So mm-hmm. the source of all these plastics isn't something that's out there. So but you're talking about landfills and things? Yes, it's leaking from landfills. It's coming from pl- uh, plastic waste that's not disposed of uh, properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so ultimately, the source of the plastics is actually all of us and how we are using so much plastics every day and then getting rid of it, of it but not really managing our plastic waste. Okay, there, there has always been, and I think for a, a large percentage of us, there is still an attitude of it's not our problem, it's a future generation's problem. Let's kick the can down the road. 
Yeah, we, we are the generation that got used to plastics as a really convenient solution mm-hmm. to, to everything. To everything. <laughs> so when you get a piece, uh, a plastic item, probably you think it's for this, it's disposable, right? Mm-hmm. Because we are manufacturing plastics just to, to throw it away. Yeah. So at that point, what is the first thing to do? Clean up our, our ecosystem or, or the education or do they both have to work hand in hand? You know, um, there is this analogy about, you know, if your bathroom overflows, right, mm-hmm. what do you do? Do you take a mop and clean up uh, the, the water first or do you switch off uh, the tap to turn off the tap? And I think that's how we are addressing plastic pollution around the world. You turn off the tap, you go to the root of the problem and figure out why we are having so much plastic pollution. And mm-hmm. where the tap is for this is our overconsumption of plastics because of businesses manufacturing so much plastics uh, and the way we are used to using plastics as a really disposable items. But this is creating a massive environmental problem that's now coming back to bite us. Okay. It's interesting you said that because we've had a previous guest in here who, and I asked, you know, a, an individual person doesn't consume that much plastic. When I say consume, I mean use, not eat, um, but use that much plastic. And he was actually able to just over the course of a week outline how many plastic bags and single-use spoons and forks and cups and what have you that we may use and dispose of. And how many garbage bags that actually equated and it was frightening because it is not a small amount when you look at it from the perspective of a week, a month, a year for an individual person. Yes, and, and I think that just goes to show the amount, the massive consumption that we are used to when it comes to plastics. And Singapore is no stranger to that. In fact, we use a lot of plastic. Some statistics tell us that the average Singaporean uses about 13 plastic bags every single day. Day. And, yes, and across Singapore, 2.2 million straws apparently, plastic straws taken. A day. Yes. So in a lot of these cases, if you think about it, you don't go out there to buy a plastic bag or to take a plastic straw. But it you probably take comes, it. Yep. it comes with the, the items that you buy. So I think this requires a bigger look at how we are using plastics. Can we support businesses when they, they give us our next ice drink, mm-hmm. you know, that, that leave out the straw if we do not need it or right. bring our own bags? It's small things like that on a daily basis uh, that individuals can choose to do. But on a wider scale, we can see, we can afford to see more business also step up to put in policies that do make that difference. Okay. We are speaking to Janissa Ng from the Division of Plastics Advocacy at the Worldwide Fund for Nature. Could you tell us more about the vision of achieving no plastics in nature by 2030? That's what we believe if we are truly going to solve the plastic pollution problem. Mm -hmm. We need to make sure that it does not go into nature. And in order to do this, we really need to look at how we can change not just yours and mine plastic consumption habits, Mm -hmm. but the global system for plastics, from how businesses are manufacturing plastics to how countries are manufacturing the plastic and managing plastic waste so that they are not just exporting you know, the problem from one country to sure. another. And up to individuals like us to also lend our voices where it counts, supporting businesses, voting with our wallets and supporting governments that you know, implement impl- uh, infrastructure to manage plastic waste. Okay, about a year and a half ago, I had an interview with somebody who at that point in time was trying to get restaurants and, and grocery stores, etc., to stop giving out plastic bags. Um, he was also going to F&B outlets uh, to get them to stop using straws at the time. And this is a year and a half ago. I thought, you're insane. Good luck. But personally, I don't see you achieving it. A year and a half later, 
not just him, but the efforts of many other people like him who believe in it have actually driven businesses towards that end. And this is something that WWF has been working with in Singapore as well. Mm-hmm. We have this initiative for businesses. And recently we announced that almost 300 food and beverage outlets across mm-hmm. Singapore are phasing out the straws. They did it from 1st July. And mm-hmm. this is really a first step. And it goes to show how much has changed in the last year or so. Exactly. You didn't think it was possible. I but didn't think look, it was possible. But when we did a survey, we surveyed 1,000 people in Singapore and they told us, and over 80% told us that they would support uh, businesses that take action on plastics, even if it means coming out with a little bit more money. Sure. So this goes to show how massive the, the switch in consumers uh, has become mm-hmm. and how businesses are responding to that. Well, which is why before the microphone came on, I said it is a recurring subject for me because a year and a half ago, I didn't think that we'd be having this conversation about how many F&B outlets are going to stop single-use plastics or straws or, or whatever. But so many businesses are moving towards that. If they are using plastic bags in some grocery stores, it is reusable bags or it is recyclable plastic. So it's it's a step in the right direction, removing single-use plastics from F&B outlets or straws, that is a huge step forward. And a year and a half ago, I didn't believe it was possible. And can I tell you something more exciting? It, it probably will not stop with single-use plastics. You're going to see it happening in more industries, apart from just your retailers. Mm-hmm. And you're going to see businesses start looking beyond you know, your point of sale, single-use plastics, to look at how they can change packaging, how they can redesign, or even use recycled plastics, mm-hmm. so that they are also supporting a global system where we are using plastics more wisely as a material and not just treating it as waste. Okay, I think that is absolutely wonderful. So again, I come back to the question I've been asking for the last year and a half. Is there, is there more that we can do uh, as individuals to educate our friends, our peers, our colleagues, our family on the importance of reducing our plastic use, our personal plastic use, for one thing? And then how do we bring that, that awareness to a wider and wider group of people? I'm so glad you brought that up because the voice and the support by individuals really matter when it comes to this because Mm -hmm. what businesses are looking out for and what actually governments are looking for when they think about policies is whether the the, the measures that they take on plastics will be supported. And we are seeing this momentum really built. And you talked about reaching out to Mm -hmm. friends, families, getting them to understand not just the problem, but to take action on it. And this really matters. Add your voice where it matters. Support businesses. Find out Actually, the businesses that you go to or the next F&B outlet that you go to, ask them what they're doing on plastics. Mm-hmm. Because that one question shows that consumers and their customers are listening and are watching what they're doing. And the same goes for what's happening in Singapore with our legislations on plastics, not just Singapore, but around the world as well. What are governments doing? Mm-hmm. And are they stepping up, taking the action where people really need uh, the change to be made? Because all of us are eating that five grams or credit cards worth of plastics every week. Every one of us. Week. And I never thought that plastic should be part of my diet. <laughs> Me neither. But <laughs> here we are. I don't want it in my we are diet. Cl- we are counting plastics like we are counting calories now. Oh, dear. No, let's, let's stop there. Let's do something else. So what can we do? On an individual level, how can we be more sustainable? Well, all of us have that, you know, bring reusable bags, use that reusable bottle, be more responsible and conscious in our daily habits, but more importantly, don't 
uh, underestimate the power when we reach out and get others to do the same. Mm -hmm. So lend our voice where it matters. Reach out, vote with your wallets, mm -hmm. um, vote with your dollar for to support businesses that are more responsible with plastics mm -hmm. because they are they are out there. And in Singapore, there's a growing community of businesses yes, yes. that are doing that. Okay, so okay, this is interesting because you are asking for a big mind shift in people who aren't there yet. I mean, yes, there is a growing group of people who feel this way and they are, I won't call them eco-warriors because that's got a negative connotation, but they are going out and they're trying to, to change the mindset of their friends and their colleagues. But to those who haven't gotten it, perhaps the older generation, the grandparents, the, you know, those, it's, it's important that they don't think or you don't think your single voice doesn't change anything. It does. It totally does. And I like to challenge what you said about grandparents maybe mm -hmm. not understanding mm -hmm. because don't forget, these guys grew up in the generation where there were no plastics. They That's were really true. sustainable. They were more sustainable than all of us. Actually, my generation was the one that grew up with the convenience of plastics. And we are the ones that are, you know, shocked at the fact that, you know, some businesses might want to charge for bags or say no to a straw. But the thing is, our grandparents grew up in the in that generation and they showed that it was possible to live sustainably without that much plastics being used daily. Mm -hmm. You're right. You're absolutely true. That's absolutely true. Okay, so before I let you go, what are the future campaigns that we can look out for, support, come out for from a Worldwide Fund for Nature? You know, Clarissa, we will not stop campaigning on plastics until we solve plastic pollution. So that day, uh, till that day comes, we will continue talking about plastics. Keep watching out for more developments in this area from businesses, from governments all around the world. It will be very exciting. Um, but at the same time, uh, WWF in Singapore, we look at environmental issues that affect people mm -hmm. like us in Singapore. So if you talk about the haze, we talk, we talk about, we work on palm oil, protecting our forests. Uh, if you eat nasi lemak, Mm -hmm. uh, the seafood in your nasi lemak is something that we are working on as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, sustainable seafood is another area that we are working on. Okay. Janisa Ng from the Division of Plastics Advocacy at the Worldwide Fund for Nature. Thank you so much for talking to us. I suspect we're going to be talking again and hopefully not in a year and a half. I'll come back with more updates on plastics. Please do. You're on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.